Hey y'all, it's Hannah here, and welcome to another episode of Word on the Street. So, if you guys tuned in last week, we talked about um, what it's like when you first move to college, um, and what those roommate situations are like, and looking back on it, I think um, that it was honestly a very good experience that I had. Um, It could have been a lot worse, obviously. Um, living with people that you don't know can either be great or can be bad, and I was fortunate enough to not have a terrible experience. Um, but um, I've known that like my friends at home and my friends that have gone other places to school um, have had all like similar experiences living with people they don't know is obviously a struggle at first, and to get on the same um, wavelength, obviously it can be difficult. But on another note, I thought. Uh, what better thing to talk about or transition to other than um, what happens, I guess, when you when you start classes and everything, you have so much more free time. And what are you going to do in terms of all that free time? Are you going to do a sport? Are you going to join a club? Are you going to do nothing? So that's what we're going to talk about today. Um, and let's get started. So the first thing that happens when you are starting to look for activities is the club fair there's always a club fair if you've ever watched like pitch perfect and there's like booths and tripods and trifold boards and strange boys singing opera and kids trying to you know make you join their drone building club or whatever if that's your thing that's cool but um there's literally like a huge place on your like big field or whatever you have for campus and there's probably 500 different clubs that are trying to jump on you and join um and so they're giving out free t-shirts and koozies and pens and notepads and flyers and they're telling you oh my gosh like you are whatever major you're an english major and you would be great on our literary like editorial newspaper whatever and you're thinking oh my gosh like that sounds so cool and it does like there's literally so many things from intramural and club sports to sororities and fraternities and you know acapella clubs and singing clubs and um travel like outdoor adventure clubs and spanish club and i could go on and it's it's so much fun and so exciting because you're like wow like i've got all this free stuff like i've got t-shirts and my name's on every email list on campus and you start getting all these emails like oh we have club meetings and they're all on like a tuesday night at the same time so you you really do have to choose and so i remember the first time i went through the club sign up um i signed up for like the spanish club i signed up for like this law club because i'm a pre-law major um pre-law track and um i signed up for a club golf team because i was a golfer and i thought i was hot stuff and by the end of it i had signed my name on like half of the 500 clubs and things that had been offered and it was it was honestly so funny because i was starting to get emails and everybody had a club meeting at five o'clock on Tuesdays for some reason everyone was at the same time and so I obviously had to choose and obviously I attended none of those meetings um I did not at all go to the Spanish club I did not at all go to the outdoor adventure club because I thought well if none of my friends are going I'm really nervous about going and so I didn't 
want to. So I think a couple weeks went along and um, one of my friends, she loved swing dancing and she had seen this flyer for the ballroom dance club and they like practiced on Tuesdays um, or they had like events or something like an info meeting on a Tuesday and then their normal club time meeting was on Sundays at a, ch- at a church because they used like a church gym that was next to campus and she was like Hannah like we should go we should we should get a group together and go ballroom dancing and of course I'm like what like no I don't think so and this is honestly so cringy and but I was like you know what like I really need something to get my mind off of um just like being bored and and it's a Sunday afternoon I could be studying but why would I be studying when I could like procrastinate more you know and so I said okay and we got a group together and we got some of our guy friends to get uh I think it was like three girls and three guys so there's like six of us um, and we drove over to the church and walked in to the ballroom dance club. So our names ended up being signed up for this club. And I turned in my email and everything. And it was this free club where you could come ballroom dancing. And surprisingly enough, there were like, I don't know, 30 or 40 people there. Um, you had to like come with a partner, obviously. And I thought, oh, it'll be like the waltz or whatever. And we'll just, I'll just do this to entertain one of my friends. She really likes, she's kind of an old soul and, and really likes, I don't know, like classical music a little bit more than I do. And, and, and I thought, well, maybe she, um, like won't like doing this and we won't ever have to come back. Well, so we came to this club and we walked in the gym and after we'd signed up and everything, um, like I said, it was kind of like a full gym, full house. And I was utterly surprised because I didn't expect literally anyone to want to come ballroom dancing on a Sunday afternoon. But here, here we are. And so I'm standing here with, um, one of my friends, Carson, and he, um, and I are watching the instructor, and obviously the instructor and the female instructor are professionals, or uh, you know, the, in, with the intent of going professional. Um, the instructor was this man, and and then this college student girl, and they were like dancing with the stars. It was like she was being thrown up in the air and like um, spun around the dance floor so fast. And I just looked at him, and I was like, I can't. There's no way. And so I really thought it was going to be something boring, though, like the waltz. Well, little did I know it was actually salsa day. The first day was salsa day, and we were going to learn how to salsa dance. And I just wanted to die. Because I had done cotillion. I was raised in the South. I took dance lessons when I was in seventh grade from a man who uh, made us middle schoolers dance salsa and the waltz and the samba and the flamenco and whatever um and i know how the salsa dance goes the salsa dance is like a little hip shake a little booty shake and it's really embarrassing um when you're terrible at dancing to have to do that and do it with somebody that you know he's one of my friends but obviously like i don't want to dance salsa with him and dance with him i just did not want to do that and I was now in this room. I couldn't leave. I'm committed for the next hour to dance the salsa. And so we're learning salsa um, in this church gym. I just wanted to die because I was like, this is like 
some sort of like cringy middle school dance thing where they try to teach you how to like line dance that's what this was and I wanted to die because I was just like I can't believe I'm spending my Sunday afternoon like this and then worst thing happens so you're in this room you're you're dancing you're you're trying to do the salsa or whatever I'm stepping on this guy's feet he can't move like he is terrible at dancing he doesn't know his right from left he's stepping on my feet and I'm like, it's okay, it's okay. The instructor is obviously getting frustrated with us because we suck. And we're just over it at this point. So we take a break and we're all like catching our breath and it's hot as blazes in there. And the instructor says, okay, guys, you're going to switch partners. And so I was like, no, 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 no. I don't want to be any worse than I already am. And so I ended up getting to switch partners um, with a guy that I knew, but not very well. And Noah was really into, let's just say for, for better or worse, he was really into salsa dancing. I don't know why he was so good at it, because, you know, if you looked at him, you just think he's just this normal guy, um, super nice guy or whatever. But then he really was spicy like that. He was spicy. He um really like salsa dancing and that's what my friends say is like if he if he's like really into I don't know things that you wouldn't you know imagine him be into like that's a spicy guy and so um he was really into it and I was like stepping on his feet and he had the whole hip thing going and I was like just mortified because I was terrible I'm high I'm sweating I'm a terrible dancer and I'm a girl and I'm literally sucking next to this guy who's really really good dancer I to this day do not know why he was a good dancer um but little did I know that we would never ever grace that occasion with our presence ever again uh, we never ever went back to um, ballroom dancing mainly because we couldn't find partners but second of secondly because at three o'clock in the afternoon on a Sunday afternoon you don't always want to go salsa dancing or waltz dancing or whatever and um, so we never went back and it's a lesson learned that you can try new things in college you can try you can um, experiment with different um, activities and things like that but always don't do things that you don't want to do don't waste your time doing things that are pointless because in the end I mean yeah it might be a funny experience but in the end I'll never salsa dance ever and I have no plans of going pro or ever being on Dancing with the Stars you won't catch me dead on that show so I did join a lot of different clubs my first semester in college I I tried everything, I and I did eventually go to meetings and stuff um, for all of those things that I had signed up for, but obviously, you can only do so much, and I joined a sorority, and um, I really got kind of sucked into that, and really, that took a lot of my time, um, but I still had time for, like, a political club, I really like politics, so I really, um, I joined one of those, and I really got into that, and we even, uh, even went to, um, North Carolina on a trip together and it was just so much fun and um basically like started living like the college life go to class go to a club go to your sorority go to whatever you have to do go to bed like that was kind of the life that I was living and um my second semester I was talking to one of my sorority sisters and she's from out west and um she knows that I kind of like the outdoors, but, like, I, there's really no time when you're in a sorority, when you're, 
um, doing stuff on the weekends all all the time, some of the clubs, like, and activities that you might think about doing have trips and things, but you can't always go on them because there's something always requiring you to be on campus or whatever, and that's kind of how I was, and there's always a meeting I had to be at on Saturday or Sunday morning or something after church, and, and so I just couldn't always commit to going out of town for an entire weekend even if it was all expense paid that was the cool thing about all the trips and things I know the uh, outdoor club like it was like 20 or 40 dollars to go rafting or to go kayaking or hiking or whatever um on fall break I think they took a hiking trip up the Appalachian Mountains and that's really cool and really neat because those are expensive trips that they're obviously compensating for you but um she was in the fly fishing club And if you know anything about me, you know, I grew up in Tennessee. I grew up um, going to school at um, a high school that was literally on the river. Um, And I was in this kind of class slash club where we did a lot of like fishing and, you know, ecosystem exploration. And I don't know, a lot of like outdoorsy kind of hands-on learning stuff. And we did fly fishing one time. We did sane fishing. And if you don't know what those are, then it means nothing to you. But so basically fly fishing is where you have this like cast and and you have a fly tied to the end of it and you are kind of standing out in the water and you're um, casting flies and you're trying to catch fish um, on the surface. And so Um, I was terrible. I'm terrible at it, but I think it's enjoyable. I love the mountains. I love the outdoors. I love the river more than anything. And she knew that because I guess she had talked to me before and she said, Hey, you know what? You should join the fly fishing club. And I was like, there's one of those because I'm thinking, Oh my gosh, this is my chance to be outdoorsy again. Like the granola in me is like, I am so prissy right now. I need to get back to my roots and back to my outdoorsy self. Um, that I used to be, and I think the best way to do that is to join a club that I really suck at doing, and um, so that would be the fly fishing club. What she didn't really explain to me about the fly fishing club was that um, there were, like, virtually no female club members. There were no girls in this club. It was her and one other girl, and that was it. And that's why she was talking to me about it. She said, I, you have a vague interest in this and you kind of know what fly fishing is. So why don't you join the club? That was not conveyed to me. And, um, I knew they went on trips. I knew they had meetings and, and awesome things like that. So I said, well, what can it hurt? So I show up to the first meeting and I walk in and I'm in here and it's me and her and this other girl. And we're all three in this meeting. And I said, you know, is anybody else coming? Like, where's everyone? And she said, nope, this is it. There's literally like 80 to 200 members in this club between active and non-active members. Um, and there are three females, including myself, now joining this club. And I just, I looked around the room and it was a bunch of guys. If I could describe them in in five words, it would be very easy because they're all wearing cowboy boots they're all wearing wrangler jeans patagonia t-shirts and and trucker hats like it's a very distinct category of guy that attends a meeting like this and is super interested in this kind of stuff it's a very pretty like self-describing stereotype of a guy 
Um, and so I, the whole room is full of guys like this. They're talking about the trips. They're talking about, you know, like, what are we going to do on these trips? Or, like, there's gear if you want to rent gear, if you want to, you know, join the email list for Costa. And we've got free Costa stuff at the front. Like, you can all have a, you know, a, a sticker and a hat and all this stuff. And I'm just like, what did I join? I paid dues to this club. I paid $20 to be in this club. And obviously I can go on any of the trips and I can do any of this stuff, but it's like, why did I join this? Because I'm the only girl here. I don't know anything about fly fishing and I love the outdoors, but that's about it. And so basically I joined this club and I attended regular meetings. And honestly, the two girls that I was attending with, we ended up becoming really good friends um, because of it, because we were, we're the only girls, and so we have to stick together, and I didn't want to join a club that I paid for, and not attend the meetings, and not attend the events and stuff, and so, um, we ended up, like, becoming really good friends, hanging out, um, ever so often, and really bonding over that, we were all in sororities, and it was just kind of a funny dynamic, we were, like, the kind of, like, tomboy girls in the sorority, and that was kind of a fun thing, because I think I lived my life extremely, like, trying to be and trying to fit into this category of girl that I wanted to be, um, trying to be extremely preppy, trying to be kind of bougie feeling or looking online. And that's really not my true authentic self. And so being able to join a club and a group of people that not necessarily I fit into, but the like genre of topic and type of people was super casual and that's the kind of environment I liked and I was able to kind of make friends that way and that was just kind of a fun way that I made friends that wasn't as like forced as maybe being in my sorority or being in um, another you know club or activity would be and so um one of the things in this club was that you had to sell raffle tickets and the raffle tickets go towards like some of the proceeds go towards the conserva- conservation efforts of the river and um, partly f- to pay for things for the club. I think that it was like half and half or something. And you had to sell 10 tickets. And the coolest thing was that like the raffle tickets were for some gear and a, a Yeti, a Yeti cooler. And I ended up winning the Yeti for my cousin um, who's a big outdoorsy guy and he has a boat and everything. And I was able to give that to him and really like hey, like, I'm in this fly fishing club, and I'm really in it, and it was just kind of fun to be like, yeah, I've actually found a place and a home somewhere I wouldn't have expected it and be respected in it, even though um, I wasn't a super, super um, outdoorsy fisher girl extraordinaire, um, and joining that was kind of funny in terms of, like, I'm just 99% sure you guys wouldn't want to join that club just if you saw it, um, but it's actually a cool, like, niche of people that are super chill super casual super just like laid back and fun go go lucky go have fun people and I didn't have to try super hard to be someone I wasn't and I was able to find in a topic that I enjoyed I love the outdoors a niche of people that shared that same love as I did and it wasn't in a conventional way so pay attention to, like, your friends and stuff, what they're into that's not necessarily the, like, mainstream things that everyone does. Um, everyone loves music. Everyone loves, you know, 
sports and stuff like that. So sometimes that isn't the way to go. Sometimes it's uh, something that you are passionate about that you may not want to tell people you're passionate about just because you feel like you might be an outcast or weird. But honestly, it's not, you know, going to hurt you to join something that you've never done before or join something that you love, but you're not very well versed in because obviously there's somebody out there that is. So that's my advice. Um, When you go out to the club fair, like go find you a couple things you really think you'd be good at. Find you a couple things that you think you might want to try. They have like underwater basket weaving, I'm sure. And just run with it. Try it out one time. Go ballroom dancing if that's your thing one time. And if you like it, then awesome you can go every week if you don't it was free there's literally no harm in not ever attending again because obviously if you go to a university it's probably too big for them to ever recognize you ever again anyway so no harm done no foul just try something new and hopefully you'll find the best friends of your life if you don't just keep looking because there's always something new to join and always something new so word on the street is club fairs aren't that difficult to navigate word on the street is also don't go salsa dancing if you're not really good at dancing try something else so maybe that's fly fishing maybe that's spanish club who knows next so word on the street next time is going to be social media etiquette so one thing that i swear to god is an epidemic on college campus and beyond is how to behave on social media platforms whether it's facebook instagram because for some reason facebook is on the rise again in college facebook instagram snapchat kick if you got one and possibly linkedin if you've got one of those uh, set up already what's the proper way to talk to people what's the proper way to friend them if you've met them or haven't met them and what to do when you need to block so that's what we're going to talk about next time tune in in the next few days and We'll be talking about that. So see you then. Adios.